Hello, and welcome back to My Arundel Biz Podcast. I'm Grayson Orfe. And I'm Allison Akers. We're your hosts from Anne Arundel Economic Development. Today, we are down in Harwood in South County, beautiful South County on a gorgeous day. Yes. Um, and we are sitting down with Maureen Heimbach at Thanksgiving Farm Winery. Maureen, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Maureen Heinbuck. I'm with my husband, Doug. We own and operate Thanksgiving Farm Winery. We have our vineyards planted exclusively to Bordeaux red varieties, and we've been, we're the first commercial winery in the county. It started as a home business and um, home winery, and it's just evolved over time into this operation we're running now. Yeah, so she's a local winemaker, notable women winemaker, and co-founder of Thanksgiving Farm Winery. Now, Maureen, you're an environmental permitting specialist by trade. How in the world did you become this this awesome winemaker? Well, I practiced environmental law in New Jersey, which is how I met Doug. And after we decided to get married, I moved. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He offered to sell the farm and move back to New Jersey. And I said, no, no, no. I will move, get my parents to relocate to Maryland with us. I want the farm. I want the farm. And I want the three-quarter wraparound porch. Oh, so yes, yes. Doug, so. Doug was doing home winemaking at that time, so we it just evolved from his home winemaking. Now, was this like a special interest, or like what was what was the overlap for? Uh, Doug did his graduate work up at Cornell and started to make wine up there for home consumption during grad school, going to the UPix and then just doing the winemaking. And he bought this farm in 1996 after he sold a small environmental consulting firm that he had. He's a fishery scientist by day. And um, the fields were fallow for 50 years. And it's really good soil. But it's not good for traditional field crops due to the numerous different slopes. So he thought, grapes don't mind slopes, and started to plant grapes for home winemaking. So... You guys continue to work together on the winery as well as your day job? We do. And you are also in North County. So your day job is in North County and um, the farm here is in South County. Correct. Uh, Doug goes to the office very infrequently. He works predominantly from home unless we have a meeting with clients. I go to to the office three days a week. That's a strong relationship. So you work yeah. together all day, yeah. every day pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah. Well, the days I'm in the office, yeah. he's, he's home doing vineyard work or day job work. But yeah, we work together a lot. That's great. It is. Yeah, that is great. What's the best part of it? We enjoy one another's company. That's so nice to hear. It really is. Okay, so you sound incredibly busy. You're that busy, yet I feel like you still want to be a part of bettering Anne Arundel County. So as I understand it, you've received um, some numerous recognition from the U.S. What was it? U.S. Ag Department as well as locally? We have. We For our easement, but also for our vineyard practices, um, we have a... Anne Arundel County Ag Preservation Easement on the farm, and our farm is part of the 
larger parcel that you drove through to get back here. So the original Cheston property, the 300 plus acres is now all under agricultural easement and it can never be developed in, in perpetuity. Is that what an easement means? So That's what people an, that have no idea what an easement means, why give one, why did you decide that was important for this land? This is, in our view, an incredibly beautiful piece of land um, with a great old house on it and we wanted to keep it that way so that it couldn't be developed or subdivided. And also there's tax advantages. Okay. But predominantly it was to preserve this piece of land that had been kept in this state for centuries. And you talked about, you just mentioned the farmhouse. So you, I understand you restored it or what's the historic our, behind that? Our farm was originally owned by the Chest, well not originally, it was owned by the Cheston family from 1853 to 1953. And they had the house built in 1893 as their summer cottage. It was a tobacco farm historically. And we restored most of the house in 2004. And we were very, very lucky. The Cheston, the house was designed by an architect. The Chestons passed the blueprints down to the Tollifers who owned it before us and who in turn passed the blueprints on to us so that we, when we went to restore it, we knew what had been the architect's original vision and we were able to rebuild the porch to that. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, that is. And the house still has its original footprint. There's been no additions since 1893. Wow, that's a that's a cool historic story, then. Yeah, um, so why stay involved? Why stay so involved in agriculture in the county? So I know in the past, I believe so. They have worked with Lisa Barge and Brittany Rawlings in our office. Um, they are the ag specialists, and you were on the ag tourism council. So I mean, just why, I was. Why is agriculture important? I grew up twenty minutes outside of Manhattan. Um, my grandparents had farmed prior to their emigration to the United States, but um, it's good to have connection with the land. It's much, uh, there's a tremendous satisfaction having a bottle of wine on our dinner table from grapes that we grew on the farm and wine that Doug made in this building. Um, we don't get that level of satisfaction from our day jobs. Oh, I love that. Our day jobs are very intellectually interesting most mm -hmm. of the time, sure. but we're pushing paper. It seems yeah. like there's a little bit of overlap though. There is, yeah. Be, environmental. Right, to go back to the awards that we got, we won the award, uh, got an award from the Soil Conservation District in the US Department of Agriculture because we planted our vineyards in a way that minimized soil erosion. Okay. So we actually had the Soil Conservation District come out and work with us to design the pattern of the trellis work for all the vineyards. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really interesting. Land in an interesting way that people can understand, I think. And yeah. talking about a completely local wine. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's get to the wine. Yes. So our vineyards, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned, are planted to Merlot, Cabernet Franc, and Petit Verdot right now. The wines that we're currently selling also have Cabernet Sauvignon, but we're not growing them anymore. They're, um, so those are traditional red Bordeaux grapes. And Bordeaux wines are all blends for the most part. They take the different grapes, ferment them, and then blend them into different into one wine. Most chateaus in Bordeaux only sell one wine. 
So that was our business model. We love red Bordeaux wines and we love red wines and that was what we wanted to do. But as a result of making our Bordeaux blend, which is called a Meritage, because you can't call a wine a Bordeaux blend in the United mm -hmm. States anymore because yeah. of treaties with the European Union. So Meritage is a combination of merit and heritage, and we joined the Meritage Alliance. But as a result of making that Meritage, we, have, we follow traditional French fermentation methods, and one of the things the French do to make their red wines richer is a process they call saigné. And saigné means to bleed in French, and my don't count on my pronunciation. My high school and college French is pretty bad at this point. But this, our Franc Blanc, is the white Cabernet Franc juice that we've pulled off from the red wine, from the juice for the red wine, before we start the fermentation. So the grape, the juice hasn't had contact with the skins, and then we also bring in additional grapes, destem, crush, and press right away, and supplement the saigné with that. So that's where, how we make our white wine. And as far as we know, we're one of two wineries in the United States that make a white Cabernet Franc. The other is in Oregon. Wow. And we call it Franc Blanc, which is white Blanc and mm -hmm. white Cabernet in, in French. And um, we got the federal trademark for that, for Franc wow. Blanc. So that's completely unique to this entire region, to Maryland, to... I Arizona. think as far as we know, we're the only winery in Maryland that's making a white Cabernet Franc. But wow. again, that's as far as we know. When we wow. got our licenses in 2006, there were 23 wineries in the state. There's over 100 now. So I can't tell you with certitude that nobody else is making a white Cab Franc. But these are all... So all of your wines are local Anne Arundel County grapes? Like growing right here? They're all Thanksgiving farm grapes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So this would be a great addition, any of the wines, but yeah, if you want a truly particular. unique wine, yeah. this one would be a great addition to the Buy Local Challenge, which mm -hmm. starts, I believe it's July 20th. Yes. Um, or you can come to Arundel Grown, which was actually held here last year. Um, but this year it'll be at Zhang's Farm, um, Arundel Grown on July 25th at 6 p.m. Tickets are on Eventbrite, or you can look it up on our website, arundelbiz.org. Um, but yeah, so all local grapes, and I love wine. This yeah. guy over here, he doesn't know the first thing about wine, I'm, so... I'm a, I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie, Alan. Everybody a starts rookie. as a rookie, you I'm learn. And, but, We're going to need you to teach him Exactly, and just so that I can impress my friends. Because I'm sick and tired of drinking just grape juice and swirling it around and pretending that it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Welch's is fine, but I think this is going to be better. <laughs> so, before we conclude, do you have any advice to any entrepreneurs, anybody wanting to kind of get into this business? Like, what, what type of advice do you, can you give them? Both from the private sector, your experience there, or coming here and starting this um, incredible place? Anything you're going to do and do well, you just have to be committed to it. You have to persevere. There's going to be good days and there's going to be challenging days. Um, as a farmer, we are so dependent on the weather and we have absolutely no mm -hmm. control over it. And um, that was a very humbling experience to learn to let that go. Can't, I can't make the sun shine. I can't make it yeah. stop raining. Um, but you have to find your passion and then go with it and be f fully dedicated and committed to the endeavor because farming is not easy. Making wine is not easy. Is the passion part of it what, how is, does that 
pull into how you manage your time? Because you you seem incredibly busy, but you still manage your time pretty well. Um, absolutely. And it's been a tremendous joy meeting people on the, in, on the tasting room over the weekends. We, sure. It's yeah. just, we meet the nicest people every yeah. weekend and people that we never would have come in contact with but for the winery. So it's been a great experience. Cool. So why don't you tell our viewers um, how they can visit, what days you're open, anything about that you want them to Because know. we still have day jobs, we're open on Saturday and Sunday only from 1 to 5 Appointments are not required for tasting, so you're welcome to just come on down. We do suggest that you check our website just in case there's some kind of a family emergency or event that we have to close, but it's always posted on our website. Where and um, www.thanksgivingfarm.com. Okay. All right, Maureen, thank you so much for, for letting us come out here and enjoy this beautiful place, this yeah. beautiful time. It was a pleasure meeting you. and. I mean, it's, this place is awesome. Anybody who's in the area, please come down. Um, like, like you we said, can't wait to have a wine tasting. Yeah, yeah, we'll be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maureen, thank you so much. Thank you so much for including us in this program. We appreciate it. Yeah, it was Absolutely. an interesting conversation. We learned about land. We learned about wine. Yep. We learned about the county here in South County. Um, we love it. So you can find this podcast and others on any of our social media accounts. So that's Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, on YouTube, as well as on our website, arundelbiz.org. We're featuring local business owners from throughout the county, and we would love to just engage the community and have them understand, have you guys understand um, the business owners that make up your communities. So if you have any other recommendations, we always welcome it. If you're viewing here, we also have our podcast on, uh, what is it? Audible? Twit? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> we have it on Audible. Uh, we have it on um, Podbean. It's on everything. You, all, everywhere you can find podcasts. Yep. So yep. Spotify, iTunes, yep. iTunes. I don't yep. know why I didn't think of those first. Yep. But so if you want to watch it, you can go to our social media channels. If you want to just listen to it, go to our podcast channels. Yes. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.